are in week... Just kidding. We are in the recap episode of the 50 States, 50 Weeks, and 50 Coffee Shop series. I'm really excited today because I have someone very special co-hosting this episode for me, asking questions. Hi, everyone. I am Yemi. Glad to join you today. Thanks, Yemi. Yemi is an avid listener of the podcast That's and right. has also <laughs> recommended a few shops for this series as well. Thank you, Yemi, for being on and for co-hosting this with me. Thank you, Laura. I am glad to be here today, be the interviewer as we wrap up the 50 States, 50 Weeks, and 50 Coffee Shop series. Wonderful. And in this episode, we'll go over a few questions from listeners, favorite episodes that I have, and lessons that I learned through this series. So grab your tea, grab your coffee, and let's jump right in. First question from Laura King. If you were to pick one state to explore the coffee culture of, which state would you pick? Ooh, that's a good question. I would visit many states, but Hawaii is the most intriguing to me because it's the only state in the U.S. that grows coffee. So I would definitely choose Hawaii. That's great. I'd like to visit Hawaii as well. One day, one day. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people have asked this question. Most recently, someone cut. How did you find the shops you interviewed for Barista Talk? Ooh, several different ways. One of the ways, and the most common way, was looking up shops on Instagram. I would find a shop based on the keyword of the state, and then I would click into their profile and see what they're all about, just based on the description of their profile. And then sometimes, if I wasn't finding enough shops that way, I would go search on Google, read some of the reviews, check out their website, and then write them on Instagram. So a lot of times I would contact them directly on Instagram and as a last resort, I would email them and schedule a Zoom call with them. And I got lots of responses that way. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It was helpful. And people also recommended coffee shops too. Like the interviewer himself today. Yummy might have made it on the podcast earlier. <laughs> For which state? Yeah, for avid listeners, you could refer to the Illinois episode as well as the Maryland one. So question from Roundtable Coffee Company. Have you been to any of the shops you interviewed, perhaps taking a road trip and visited them? Oh, yes, indeed, I have. I have been to Round Mountain Coffee in Arkansas. I also visited Shebrew's Coffee House in Oklahoma. That's how I heard about them, actually, for this podcast. Nosa Familia Coffee in Oregon and gave a coffee tour there. Palace Coffee Company in Texas and Anthem Coffee in Washington. I do remember the Oregon episode and the Oklahoma episode with Shebros. Um, those are two pretty good ones. Um, some of my favorite. Well, they're some of my favorite, too. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Nosa Familia was a fun one because... I met someone randomly on my plane ride who knew the owner of Nosa Familia and connected us via email. Even before I had given the coffee tour or contacted him to do the interview. So it was a crazy story. Having gone across the U.S. and interviewed all of these coffee shops, can you please tell me some of your favorite episodes? 
Oh yes, let's see. There are way too many, but I've written down a few highlights. I'll start with Arkansas. It's episode 15. For season two, it's episode four, so it's the fourth state in this series. Scott Forbush from Round Mountain Coffee was very encouraging. We talked way past the recording time, and I actually got to visit the shop in person and have some photos taken in the shop for this podcast. That's wonderful. That was pretty fun. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, another good one was episode 28, season two, episode 16. For Kansas, Andrew Goff, Reverie Roasters. He actually sent me coffee and a whole box of goods from his shop and also has a huge passion to help businesses succeed. So go contact him. Fantastic. What did you think about the coffee? It was really good. I brought it home for my family to try samples of. They definitely settled on their favorite was one of his. Even though we're in Kansas, I know the coffee shop to go to. There you go. Do you remember the New York episode? I do. I was listening to it a random Saturday morning. I heard my name because it sounds similar to Yemi, who is doing the shop with her sister. Um, I remember they started out with not having a shop, and they do have one eventually now. It was a good episode. Yeah, I remember that too because they're sisters who are very different but somehow learned how to work and play to each other's strengths. And I really liked that because I have quite a few sisters and we don't always have a lot of similarities but we oftentimes can see the strength in our differences and their friendship as sisters reminded me a lot about how we can work with each other even though we're different. That's crucial and a great lesson. And one of the other ones that I think you mentioned was the Oklahoma episode with Tisha Boyd from She Brews Coffee House. Oh, I remember that. (laughs) I think she said she went from slinging dope to slinging hope or something along those lines. And that always stuck out to me. Most quoted line from this series. Yeah, that that was a memorable one. There are quite a few episodes that I enjoyed, and I'm sorry if I didn't highlight everyone in this recap episode, but just a few more. Season 2, episode 43, Texas, Patrick and Crystal Burns from Palace Coffee Company. I actually got to visit their shop first and then contact them to ask them to be on the podcast, and they were an immediate yes and totally enthused to hop on right away. And it was just a joy to hear their story. And I got to experience how their culture and their shop is integrating into the small town in Texas and how they change travelers' lives like mine. So, yeah, that was definitely one of my favorites. And then the last two, Brian Reynolds from Anthem Coffee in Washington. My sister-in-law, Kirsten, recommended his shop to me and I also had actually visited his shop already without even knowing the correlation between what she recommended and the one that I'd already seen. Anyway, he was super encouraging. So I would say as a family-owned business and as a shop owner, I would totally go and support them in any way you can. I do remember that episode. Him mentioning the cold fashion drink. 
So when you visited, did you get to try that one? I did not. Oh no. no! What did you have? I had a latte. Oh yeah, latte is a good choice. Classic, <laughs> classic <laughs> latte. I'll have to go back though and try the old fashioned. The last one, which I think this person should get the most courageous award, to go to Scott Beckner from Aspire Coffee Roasters in Wyoming. He was the last shop owner that I interviewed in this series, and I believe he gets the award for most courageous because he was intimidated by being on a podcast, being interviewed, until he conquered his fear and did it anyway. And I can relate to that because I have a fear of public speaking, and yet here I am doing a podcast. It was amazing to watch his journey unfold from the very first few minutes of the podcast recording to the end, and he totally rocked it out. So to wrap up, Laura, are there any lessons you've learned from doing this series that you'd like to pass on to the listeners? I do, yes. People are people no matter what. We all have similar struggles, questions, joys, triumphs. And even if you don't like coffee, you can relate to this podcast. (laughs) And that stories matter. Having someone's story shared allows us to relate to each other because of those struggles and triumphs. Through that, cause some change, which I do hope happens through this podcast series, that somehow the coffee world gets impacted in a positive way. I think most of all, out of all of these lessons, is that God is trustworthy. I felt like this series was inspired by God, and he helped me get the interview scheduled on time and get some incredible stories shared, which I don't think would be possible without him, because sometimes these episodes were very last minute, and really no one should have said yes because I'm not a super well-known person, but it's by God's grace that it happened. And through sickness and travel and moving, it worked out. That's great. Thanks for sharing. I am glad to step in today and wrap up the series. Wonderful. Thanks again for following along to this Barista Talk series. If you have any questions or would like to just drop in and say hi, email me at baristatalkshow at gmail.com. Until next time, go enjoy your cup of coffee or tea and try out one of the coffee shops in this series.